Gideon, you're going to lead my army. You're going to be a warrior. All right? And Gideon was like, but, but my family is really poor and I'm the youngest. I, I can't do it. He talked just like this, by the way. I know. I, but, but I can't really do this. I don't really know if I can do it or not. I don't really know if I'm really capable of this sort of a task. God. I, I really don't know if maybe I'm up for this sort of a thing. God. I'm not sure that maybe I have the will to do this thing. God. Okay? So he was a little bit nervous about it. Now, who else in the Bible was called by God and they were like, uh, what? Who else is a little bit hesitant? Anybody know? Think about it. Search. I know. I got to pull it. There we go. Search your Bible knowledge and try to think of somebody. Molly, who do you think? Yes. Oh, Molly. Oh, Molly. Here we go. Three points for Molly. Very good. That's exactly who I was. Look out. Thinking, I'm going to throw one more and one more. There we go. All three missed. Yes, Moses. Remember when Moses went to the flaming bush, the fiery bush, and God said, you're going to leave my people? And he was like, but I stutter. Okay? He was nervous about it. He's like, I can't do this. God said, what? I will be with you. I will be with you. Yeah, Gary? Yeah, Judges 6 and 7. Anybody else? This is more of an obscure one. Yeah, Josh. Huh? Yeah, Jonah. Oh, good one. I didn't think of Jonah. Jonah, that is a good one. Here we go. Three points, three more points for Josh. One, two, three. Yes, all right in the face. Jonah also was called to go speak to Nineveh, people of Nineveh, and he, what did he do? He didn't even say, no, I won't do it. He flat out ran away, didn't he? He ran away, and then he ended up fish food, okay? There's another one, Jeremiah, one of the prophets, who when called, he was like, but I'm just a kid, man. I'm just a kid. But he ended, up, he ended up obeying God. All right, so Gideon was a little bit hesitant, back to being hesitant. But I'm like, you know, my family, nobody really knows us. Nobody really likes me. I'm the youngest. I can't do this. But God said to Gideon, what do you think he said to him? Giddy-up, giddy-up. Not giddy-up. <laughs> Who said that? Yes. He said, I will be with you. Now, when we read these Bible stories, does God ever call anybody? Say, I would need you to do this. And then they go, okay, God. And then God go, okay, well, good luck with that. See you later. I have things to do over here. Oh, did he ever do that? No. Oh. And uh, usually the tasks, they were usually pretty tough, right? Almost impossible things, right? And, and, and God always pulled through. All right, so, uh, so Gideon, Gideon's called, and he goes for it. Now, at this time... We're taking about, we're a couple of years past where we left off with Joshua. All right, remember we've been talking about Joshua. Well, the Israelites, they are now worshiping idols. All right, so I have an idol here that they worshiped. The almighty, the all-unpowerful chicken. All right, so everyone say hi to the chicken. All right, so this chicken is their false god. All right, so the Israelites, chicken, stay there. Just bite that. Chicken, stay there. Chicken, stay there. He doesn't want to stay there. All right, so the chicken is their god, and they worship their almighty chicken. Oh, chicken, that was uh, so tender and delicious. I so want to deep fry you and eat you with mashed potatoes and gravy. 
Mmm, chicken, when you clock, I think, mmm, you are saying wise things. Oh, chicken. Okay, so that's their prayer to their chicken. All right, but Gideon realized that what they were doing was wrong, okay? So he went around and he destroyed all the chicken idols. All right, he destroyed all the chicken idols and all the other idols. And the people of Israel were upset. They were furious. They woke up because Gideon did it in the middle of the night, so no one saw me. So everyone woke up like, let's go worship the chicken. Let's go. Hey, what happened to the chicken? Where's the chicken at? And, uh, (laughs) And they found out that Gideon had destroyed the chicken. And so they're like, all right. Send him out. We're going to kill him. Let's kill this guy. He killed the chicken. And Gideon's father stood up and said, no, no, no. Look, let's do this. You guys are upset that he destroyed the chicken? Let's let the chicken deal with Gideon. All right? He's like, let's let the God that you're worshiping, which is false, he'll take it out on Gideon. Okay? So it would be like, it'd be like me taking this chicken. All right? And you guys are all worshiping it for some reason. I was gone one week, and I let Steve run the service. Okay, and for some reason he got all you guys to worship this chicken. All right, and then I came back and I said, "What is happening here?" And I, okay, and I totally took out the chicken. I beat him up. I was like, "All right, well that's the end of that." And you guys were upset. And I said, "You know what? Fine. Uh, you don't like it? Then I'll let the chicken get me." All right, chicken, do something to me. Do something, chicken. Come on, get me back. Oh. Nothing, okay? Not worried about it, okay? The chicken is not real, so Gideon was fine. All right, so now God calls Gideon to battle. He's like, Gideon, I need you to take out these guys. Because there were these bad guys that lived around. It says this in the Bible that every time the Israelites would plant crops, you know, they'd go out and they'd plant a nice little garden with food and tomatoes and stuff. And, and then the Midianites would come through and be like, hey, nice garden. <laughs> stomp on it and smush it, and then they'd set up their camp. I'm going to put my house right here, right over your nice tomatoes. Okay? Every time they hit it, I'm like, oh, man. And I'd be like, all right, fine. We'll build our, we'll have our little garden over here. And they'd set up a little garden. They'd, they'd plant their cucumbers and their peas. Anyone have a garden in their house? Anyone have a like, mom working on the garden? So they're working on the garden. And then they'd be like, hey, that's a pretty fantastic. All right? All smashing it all over. So, that was it. God's like, you know what? We're going to take these guys out. Gideon, take the army and get ready. All right, so the armies get ready. Now, Gideon's got 32,000 men. They get 32,000, and God says this. He says, you know what? I know you got 32,000 guys. Uh, That's too many. Because what will happen is, you guys will win, and you'll all think that you did it. So, I want you to do this. We're going to do a series of tests, and we're going to take that number down. We're going to squash it down a bit. All right, we're going to squash that number down. All right, so the first thing that God said was, all right, I want you to take the army, and I want you to ask them how many of them are scared. All right, so you guys are my army right now. All right, so everyone look at me. All right, who's scared? Who's scared to go into battle? Who's kind of scared? All right, well, oh, let me just tell you this, those of you who might not be scared. Um, there is a huge chance that you will probably be killed. All right, anyone else? All right, now who's scared? Who's scared? All right, who just, oh, basically, who doesn't want to die? All right, who would like to just really not die? Okay. All right, so you know what? Fine. Everybody who raised their hand, you guys go home. All right, so he sent all those guys home. How many of you think raised their hand? How many guys of those guys do you think said they were scared? How many? 
Yeah, you're, you are you're so right. It was 22,000 of them raised their hand and be like, uh, no thanks. And so they went home. So how many is left? Let's do some math here. 10,000. All right, so we got 10,000 left. God still goes, you know what? That's too many. Let's, uh, let's pull it back a little. Why don't you take them all down to the, to the river and tell them to get something to drink? So they all went down to the river and they went to get something to drink. And God said this. He goes, okay, now everyone that drinks like this, ah, just sticks their face right in the water and licks it up like a dog, all right? You send those guys home, all right? But everyone that takes their hands, that is refreshing, okay? Everyone who drinks it like that, they get to stay. All right, so how many dog lappers do you think there were? A lot. In fact, there were so many that the only people left was 300. So he went from 32,000 to 300 in like two minutes. All right? So he's a little bit nervous now. But now it would be an absolute ultimate miracle if they won this battle. So Gideon listens and he obeys. And he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of scared, God. And God goes, all right, you know what? Go down to the enemy camp and listen to what they're saying. You'll feel a lot better. So if you guys have your Bibles, in Judges chapter 7 and verse 13, it says this. So Gideon went down, and he overheard these guys talking. And here's what they said. This was the enemy. They, one of the guys said, I had a dream, he was saying. A round loaf of bread came tumbling into the Midianite camp. It struck the tent with such a force that the tent overturned and collapsed. And his friend responded and said, This can be nothing other than the sword of Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelite. God has given the Midianites and the whole camp into his hands. So it's like him going down to the, he went down to the enemy's camp and they're all scared of him. He'd be like, Clay, I want you to go down. You're going to play this basketball game, all right? And you're going to win, but you're only going to have two other guys. You're like, but I need five. You're going to have two. All right, so he goes to play basketball. He's still nervous. I'm like, you know what? Go listen to the other team. Clay goes over, and he hears the other team, and they're, in, they're huddling up. I'm like, all right, I don't know what we're going to do. They got Clay Roberts. Oh, my goodness. We are so going to get spanked today, okay? It's just like that. So do you think Gideon felt a little bit more confident, pretty good after he heard that? What do you guys think? What do you think? You think he felt good? Yeah, he felt good. Yeah, good. Thank you. So he felt good. So he's like, all right, guys, here are our weapons to fight. We're going to take some flutes. We're going to take some jars. <laughs> and we are going to have torches. Here are our battle instruments. Here are our weapons of choice. A flute. Jar pickles. There weren't pickles in it. <laughs> this is the only jar I could find here. And a torch. Okay. Well, um, hey, Gideon, a great idea, man. But what about like, you know, can we take like our swords and stuff, dude? No, leave your swords. But we're taking pickles. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> So they went, they went in the middle of the night, they went in the middle of the night, and they snuck around, all right, so they surrounded the enemy camp, and everyone had their flute, and it was real quiet, everybody was sleeping, and they're like, all right, on the count of three, 
going to scare him to death. Here we go. Are you guys ready? What should we play? Yan Yankee Doodle. I don't care. Whatever. Here we go. All right. Ready. Set. And they blew all the trumpets all around, and everybody that was sleeping was like, ah, ah, what, ah, what is that? What is that? What's going on? And they got up, and they, they grabbed their swords, and then also, then they smashed their jars, and made this huge noise, and they held up their torches. And so the enemy is looking around, they're hearing this huge smashing, and trumpets blazing, and fire, and they're like, ah! waving their swords everywhere and they started killing each other they started killing they started taking each other out because the bible says that the lord put them in confusion he said they put them in a state of confusion like where am i i don't know just keep swinging i don't know what i'm doing okay they took each other out they took each other out and gideon won the battle he won the battle with 300 guys Trumpets and flutes, candles, and pickles. All right, no, not pickles. So you're going to read this in your Bible and go, there's no pickles in this story, Pastor Aaron. Yeah, they had jars, okay? But the truth is this. It sounded impossible, but Gideon had faith, and he believed, and he trusted in God, and God was with him. Trust in God. Trust in God. There is nothing that he can't do. The battle was God's. But it took their faith and getting to believe and do what God said and wanted.